0: Great to be here. That's extraordinary. Come on, Sarah. Come on, Trage. Yes, this is important. Now you have me interested.
1: Hello and welcome to the Why Work Podcast series. You are listening to Trace Fedkovsky, Sarah Bazell and
0: Alan Girl. Mm.
1: with all sorts of stuff. Do you
2: want to start unpacking what was the one you wanted the, the stuntman? you want to start unpacking that? That's
0: fine. Yeah. All right, Tracy, I want to take you back to your rock and roll days. Well, that's probably not the right it's expression. Not, it's not the right nomenclature. Um, techno, <laughs> techno. Techno. Let me take you yes. back to your techno days yes, and, oh, and remember what it was like. Oh, yeah, that's a probably struggle. And we had an incident in Brisbane, didn't we? With a music band. Did we? We're <laughs> we going to the shotgun case? Oh, yes, we are going to the shotgun case. Yes, we had a serious
1: incident, but the incident—you're right—it involved uh, a film clip for an excellent hip hop band, one of my favourite hip hop bands, Bliss and So from Sydney, huge band, and they were shooting a film clip now right in the centre of town, right awesome. in the centre of town cool. at um, a bar. And that case is really right on the money. In fact, that case, Sarah, involves stuntmen. Sweet, don't All you right. know someone who's a
2: stuntman? I know someone who's a stunt person in the Gold Coast. Did you like that? Like language.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I like, like
2: it. <laughs> and yeah. trains other stumped people. And that was the, you know, that's the one I said, you know, what do you do on the weekend? Oh, I'm just doing a burn. I go, what? You're doing wow. what? I'm just doing a burn. Like, don't you? Doesn't everybody? Yeah. Of course you are. And that's where he's training people to put this gel-like lather all over the body from head to toe and light themselves on fire. Yeah,
1: look, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> that's what I
2: do on my weekends. Yeah, have, you, have you ever done it? <laughs> no, but I'm up for it. I did go well, down to the... Oh, the training facility. And yeah. I got put on cables and hooks and got to, and the, the one guy just manually pulled on the other side and I got to fly like Tinkerbell in the
1: warehouse. It was so damn fun. Well, if you had you have been um, had you an uh, expressed the intention to be on Beauty and the Geek, one of the best dating reality shows, <laughs> you would have enjoyed that type of date night because they. Um, Am I the geek or the beauty? That's what I want to know. Well, Hang look, on a minute. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a matter for our listeners, but my point is simply this. You can be both. Okay. Why not be both? <laughs> A More smart beauty. There equal we go. Opportunity. I'll take that for the moment. <laughs> it's an equal opportunity. But no, in that particular episode, that's what they did. They were flying around like um, butterflies and also catching on fire and jumping out of trains. Oh, and that was cool. date night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, well, those well this
2: group has always uh, marketed and advertised to do corporate,
0: you know, teen development kinds of things. Oh, yes, I know. No. No, no, do you want to be set on fire? Can we count you in oh, on oh, this? Wait, no, wait, wait, The first yeah. part
1: is lathering
2: your body from head to toe in gel
1: (laughs) (laughs) if it means being lathered in gel yeah why not I'll set myself on fire I had a girlfriend that wanted to have a birthday party once with jelly
2: wrestling she wanted the girls to jelly wrestle at her party I'm like Seriously? Yes. She's, that
0: went out in the 70s. I mean, she, mm.
2: oh, she's bringing it back, the revival. But she's huh. a hardcore, like, super, super muscly. And we're like, nobody wants to get into that jello bath with you, mate. Well, <laughs> oh, you have God. to do
1: a risk assessment. Ah! <laughs> and what are the, what are the hazards? <laughs> oh, well, you've got various health and safety hazards there back as well. To the stunts. So, looking back to the stunts. This Threat. case involved a... A stunt person, indeed. The um, person in this matter, the victim, as he sustained fatal injuries as a result of the shooting at the uh, of the video clip. He was a stuntman, also a ninja warrior finalist in the first oh, season. Sweet, he came fifth, like your son. A, a serious athlete, a very experienced stunt person, by the name of Johan Offner, and unfortunately this day on the set ended in absolute tragedy. The coroner's inquest, an examination of, first of all, what occurred, and secondly, what risk assessments could have been implemented, and thirdly, whether or not anyone should have been charged with some type of manslaughter provision, because back then the Industrial Manslaughter Amendment hadn't made its way into the Act, so, or and or any type of reckless prosecution against any of the people at this workplace, and the workplace was a film was it was a nightclub venue nightclub, for the yeah. shooting of a film clip. And unfortunately, this stunt person died.
2: Now you know well, this is interesting because the uh, the friends that uh, I'm speaking about in in the Gold Coast, I'll just give them a plug: live action training. Those colleagues once spoke to me about risk assessments. Now they're known in the industry for doing incredibly good risk assessments and high caliber quality, you know, high profile types of stunts and managing them well. And we spoke about risk assessments and I was going to share with them a lot of information, a lot of methods that occur in uh, heavy industry and mining. Some of the best of the best from the Earth Moving Equipment Safety Roundtable, some of their approaches to look at consequences that are not just risk, forget the probabilities, the stuff where you can die instead that we've talked about. And unfortunately, they were saying, you know, the movie industry at that time of the conversation years ago just didn't have the appetite to be able to, to really bring this into their work. And yet we've talked about this, this the Baldwin case. Now you're
1: telling me about this case. So yeah, mm-hmm. and this this case squarely falls into Human Factors. The, uh, so, so the company, I like it already. Go the on. <laughs> company, you're going to really like this, um, notwithstanding the, the, the learning. The outcome. Ha- okay, come from, with, from with a respecting tragic a tragic consequence. This, yeah. is, this is right, squarely human factors. So not only did the um, production company do the right thing and organise a very, and I emphasise, very experienced armourer who brought onto the set a, a suite of of Uzis and machine guns and pistols and you name it. But unfortunately, this armourer also brought a sawn-off shotgun, which pursuant to the weapons Uh. legislation regulation was not authorised to be packed in a blank uh, capacity. So in other words, you're not to use this weapon at all. It is not a prescribed weapon to be used. Sadly, that was the weapon of choice oh, no. for the creative persons. But wasn't wasn't the venue quite
0: confined as well? It, was a... it wasn't about the venue. So that's a great point you raised. But, but, but wasn't it the um, the problem with shooting blanks is if you're too close, there's still the impact from the um, stuffing of the the blank. Indeed,
1: and there may have been, but unfortunately, irrespective of the size of the building, irrespective of the angle, irrespective of whatever, you were not you <laughs> to use that sawn-off shotgun. But and I dictate that. So it's irrelevant. The other factors, what was a proper no, a proper contraband, you are not to bring yep. this weapon mm. at all. And that's the root cause of this very tragic outcome. Oh,
2: know right? you know I don't, you know, always debate root causes and ask you to yeah. think about system
1: factors, but... But, but, but this <laughs> is simply do not pass get, go. In other words, don't bring I, this gun... I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, this that. is do not bring this gun to the set full stop. So before we unpack issues such as angle size were there better methods better techniques that was part of the criticism because there was no risk assessment but even before we get to all that stuff do not bring this thing and an armorer knew or ought to have known
2: and when you talk about shooting blanks, you make me think straight away I get this picture of, of Bruce Lee and then his son. Like, how horrific was that? You know, how the son died on mm. set as well, right? So there's stuff of ghosts.
1: Ghosts after ghosts occurring. So so tell us about this. So what's happened is Mr. Offner, he was struck in the chest at close range. Mr. Offner was to wear a jerk vest attached to a jerk rope, which by pulling him back simulated impact from the shotgun. But unfortunately, as you said before, the way in which the blank was packed and the stuffing caused some of that material to penetrate Mr. Offner and he died of laceration to the heart. The reason why the coroner descended into issues around manslaughter recklessness was because of that overt illegal act of utilizing that particular device that particular item of plant for want of a better term mm-hmm. that gun and the reason why nobody was prosecuted in that case was because the armorer died of natural causes he he, he, he was uh, he had a very acute um illness and so oh, i didn't know that part of the story yes yeah, yeah he um uh, it was cancer related illness. Mm-hmm. So whilst working Health and Safety did investigate and whilst an investigation report disclosed various things, the coroner was particularly to stress that there was one individual here, one human culpable in this incident and that was the armourer. And if you think about that, not just an armourer, someone straight out of armourer school, someone who'd been doing this a long time, working on various sets brought with him as an armourer a cache of weapons, but this weapon suited the creative I suppose, the artistic direction of the film clip. Yeah. And it was an accident waiting to now, happen.
2: And I'm still I'm still cautious when you blame a person versus looking more expansively at the system because okay. you've just described, hang on, there was an, a creative pull, mm. right? Yeah, because you've yeah. described then maybe what was the, the culture and expectation to do whatever it takes to, to make sure innovation occurred to make sure the milieu, the feeling, the, the uh, you know, appetite for creativity was fostered. Keep going through. I, look at what other um, yeah. system checks existed. Like you said, there were no risk assessments. Who was responsible for that? Yeah, yeah. Who, who should have overseen the work of that armor? Because that person doesn't work in isolation. Uh, who? Where does that director yeah. and officer responsibility sit, right? So I, I just still yeah, go, yeah. there's not a single person or one root cause that I can't help but start looking at this web and all these interacting things. Yeah. Yeah, web of responsibility, as I've web said before. Web of responsibility, um, baby. But,
1: yeah, yeah, no, no, and you get to that, and that was one of the, this was such an excellent decision. Again, when I say excellent, such a, an educative, um, tragically an educative tool for us all to, to utilise, as any of us, lawyers and non-lawyers, practitioners and members of the public, yeah. particularly entertainment industry. If you haven't read this, you better start reading it now. They did investigate the adequacy of the training and safety had there have been a whozo, but here's the thing. Uh, work health safety. Officer, yeah, just thank to explain you. That. Yeah, I yeah. love my acronyms. What can yeah. I say? Public service, public institutions. <laughs> but no, I'm going to challenge you, Sarah. Bring it. No, no, right. baby, no. Bring you it. know what you can do with your systems and your designs, etc. <laughs> no, wait. All right, here's Alan. He's a prosecutor now. Very. Um, the where do you think the responsibility should lie in the web of
0: responsibility?
2: Well, I'm going to go broad in this. I know the lawyer wants to blame one person, but all persons concurrent. You can have a tribe. <laughs> a I don't tribe. mind.
1: I don't bring it on.
2: I would go back to saying, what was the system of work that permitted that weapon to be on stage, on set, versus just the individual? Did, was there a policy and practice already to evaluate every single piece of equipment? Was there a policy and procedure to understand what a weapon actually is and who was evaluating the weapon, the legal premises behind that weapon and that use. Was there a checklist provided? Did somebody actually tell that person, the armor, no, don't bring that on, and he went, yeah, screw you, and I'm going to bring it anyway? You know, or, or you know, what? I don't know more about this. So there, there has to be someone responsible and multiple people's res- people responsible and work systems in place to support good work, so I always go back to the positive. What what was in place to support good work versus just who do you want to blame, right?
1: Well, see, in this
2: particular I'm the case, Pollyanna, I always look at the bright yeah. side.
1: Well, well, here's the thing. <laughs> in this particular case, so notwithstanding that, uh, that, look, there wasn't there wasn't a whozo there wasn't a work health and safety officer, so that didn't even
2: exist.
1: It okay. didn't. It was one of the uh, findings that was made, but. but my- you-
2: But there's a lot of companies who want to be agile and devolved in the way that they operate. And if that's the case they still need to have some sort of governance, safety governance is what I call it. So so yes. what was that system of governance, right? And so and that doesn't have to sit with one person as the safety manager, but is there a committee? Are they well-informed? Are they the right people to be able to evaluate this? Do they actually have the knowledge, skill, and capability? Are they outside hired cons- contractors, consultants? Whatever. What is that system
0: of governance? And, yeah. and, teach- and, and I agree. You know, you, no. you used the word creativity before, and creativity would have been very important in this case but absolutely um, and which is why this particular
1: shotgun was used it's a hip-hop film clip there's certain but know it's cool
0: i'm sure creativity doesn't have to be sacrificed for safety you Bingo. can have both yes so Design for thing. what you want is but what we talk you, about you said
1: before external consultant well how much more professional sarah and alan can you get than an experienced armorer
2: he knows about Her, the guns, but does he really know about legislation and safety practices? No, he, he didn't know about Section 39.
1: Stakes. They, Look, they, he didn't know about Section 39 of the the Weapons Regulation. He didn't. Well, did or did he not. Should. Sorry. Well, no, unfortunately, he didn't because he had illegally brought this particular weapon on to the site. Did he know
0: he was contravening the law? <laughs> no. Nah. Well, so, there you go. Does the... Does the case tell you whether he knew or whether he was involved in the pointing of the shotgun at the deceased?
1: Yeah, who killed the deceased? Well, no, he's what he's done is now, there was another stunt person involved. So this is the Alex Baldwin the, case. Did the, the
0: armourer pack actually no. see them line up and get ready to do it? Well, yeah, he was there on set, so he was packing all the weapons and arranging them. Well, then and that's a pretty them. fundamental mistake too.
1: You know, unfortunately, uh, in, in fact, but coroner had no hesitation in saying had the circumstances been different, this matter... Easily would have amounted to a manslaughter prosecution. Against the armour. I do believe that in this particular case, given the facts and circumstances, and notwithstanding your position about having a whole of system, system approach, yeah. for me, I really think that objective blameworthiness would lie with this person. It's easy to say like now a this person's Oh, mate.
0: Oh, this one's <laughs> special. No, no. This right. one's really special. Sure. Come on, Trace, let's make it real. When you it. were performing. When you were up on the yeah. stage, what was the most dangerous thing that happened when you were on stage? Prosecuting. Fireworks. No, no, Before no, me. when he was um, oh, doing oh, he music. Sorry, right, with the prosecution
1: And tripping from all the sweat because the lights were Yuck. so hot. Uh, no, seriously, the uh, with the fireworks and other scaffolding and rigging and you, you'd Didn't wonder if the happen lights. Didn't
2: Michael Jackson case one time? I think he was filming a Coca-Cola advertisement. Pepsi. Pepsi. Oh, did I say the wrong brand X? Oops. Yeah. Anyway.
1: We well, were supposed to say Coca-Cola, so be Pepsi, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, see,
2: that really stuck in my brain. All I just remember was like the uh, fire or the light fixture or something yeah, dropping yeah. down. I his have to head, look that up his again. His
1: caught on fire. And just, okay. Anyway, but there you no, go. But, but the thing, that sort of thing just shouldn't
0: happen. No, it shouldn't happen. Now, Alan, and here's the thing, getting back to, let's call Al, Alan the Wasn't there a Broadway stage um, production where they were doing Spider-Man and oh. Spider-Man fell on the stage? Yeah. Am I, or am I mixing stuff up oh, to get that? I don't you, know. You could be.
1: But it's an really interesting point you raise. So you, you've... You've came you've come in as the expert and you do the full consultative process, the full consultation. We have a sit-down, we have a talk about how it's going to be done. In walks the expert, the armorer, a very experienced. And
2: I want to know whoever has sat him down or her down and said, Hey, you know, do you understand that these are your obligations when you're on my set?
1: Okay. Let's hypothetically say, yes, they did. Alan, the expert He's brought out his uh, cache of weapons. Was it some- useful
2: training? Was it meaningful training? Was it memorable training that it's yeah. going to sustain? What, how was that training delivered? Was it just a damn paperwork checklist? Is it in a policy and procedure that nobody really engages with and it's collecting dust and sitting on a
0: shelf? You see where I'm going with this, right?
2: Yeah. How How is that communication? I'm trying to think how about
0: an analogy useful. in, in yes. other industries. But if you think about a powder Healthcare. monkey in a quarry. Pa- say that again. A powder monkey, yes, the person that does yeah. the explos- explosives. Yes, mm. yes. So there's many, many different aspects to that yes, yes. in setting but it up and making it happen, making sure no one is actually hit by the yeah. yes, blasts, doing it at the right time so the sound's right. Yep. Again, all the more reason. So you've got...
1: All you've the more got, reason. You've got all the more reason to squarely blame it at this individual. And I'll tell you why. So I, my view is this. No amount of checklists, audits, discussions. This was something waiting to happen in that the knowledge... Of that experienced armorer, the knowledge of the discharge of the weapons—it was unique and particular. It's not just doing a random order. Okay.
2: okay, so when we wind us back again, guns
1: being discharged.
2: In in work design, we talk about, and in product design, environmental design, you talk about there's some aspect of a discovery process before you begin to design for what you want. There's a of trials that go back and forth. You prototype, you test things out, yep. and then you start to realize this. You, you know, you might model it, you simulate it, you realize it. You You go back, you make revisions, you communicate, you celebrate, there's all these processes around the discipline of design. You're just describing a scenario that was just waiting to happen, did they do? scenario-based analysis, did they create a digital twin environment and start to unpack that potential scenario? Did they role-play it if they didn't have the, you know, budget to do a digital twin environment like we talked about and and simulate this? Did they have enough scenarios teased out by, hey, a human factors expert among the subject matter experts and start to evaluate all of the, what could happen to really make sure people understood what they were walking into. The, the rap star, you know, yeah. the, the people Ball- on the set... So, That's what I'm saying. So that would have been part of the discovery and design process in an adequate system. Bingo, I got back to system. I always yep. have to do that and for you. I'm going to
1: rile you here, Sarah. Go on, bring it. It would not have mattered one jot, one iota. Even if they had done a right out trial your, your subbies, trial your pistols, trial your, but your uzos. But would have
2: changed this action. So it would have uh, mattered.
1: If it had a back... No, here's the my point I'm making.
2: Minority Report Tom Cruise. Bruce, okay, I'm going, where he's looking at different potential realities. Had that occurred, this event might not have
1: happened. The simple fact is this, <laughs> and it's this simple. Section 391A of the Weapons Act Regulations of 2016, this item of plant, this gun was illegal and it wasn't authorised so if an armourer couldn't get it right I
2: get that but the knowledge about that brought to the whole team what we call building tacit awareness and tacit knowledge shared knowledge needed to happen that obviously didn't happen so laws are are designed as i heard once from uh, a lawyer who works on wills and divorces he once said to me you know laws are designed for law-abiding citizens right for people who Mm. know it and who are willing to abide by it so are we talking about somebody who defied the law on purpose or simply didn't know it didn't know okay then then if you didn't know then go back to the work system of
1: education and training and translate it in meaningful ways and here's the thing. This was so latent. This was so unanticipated. For example, if you had a trial yeah, wait, all wait, wait, wait. Those-
2: Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to so jump on that. When you just said it's an no. unanticipated, yeah. but you said it was a waiting yeah. to happen. Yeah. That suggests to me that it should have been known.
1: Now, here's as the As a theme. potential, yeah. right?
2: Okay, so you so uh, you do know, my brother used to sing that song, uh, Little Miss,
1: Little Miss Can't Be Wrong yeah. to Me, right? Okay. So- <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to really flip this one. I'm going to flip this one, Sarah, Should have been right? a
2: lawyer in a last life. So next you've life, got next got life, four,
1: here we go. So you've, you've got all the weapons laid out. Yeah, yeah. There's only one way. To test whether or not these. Discharge. At, yeah, discharge at. Let me finish my sentence. At. Now, you were involved in this case. At, no, I wasn't. Uh, oh, you I weren't. Unfortunately, I wasn't. Oh, 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 oh. Discharge I wish at, i got at, into this one. But you didn't get to handle the guns. That no, wasn't my patch, it wasn't my okay. territory. It's right. a really good decision because you can get to see the pictures of, of yeah, the go stuff. On, go on. So, okay, the only way we're going to find out what happened, well, so whether or not this thing should be brought on set or not, is if you test it.
2: Yeah, on,
1: I, on. 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 Test it on. On waiting. On on someone. No, okay. come, yeah, on, come, come on, on. dummy. You're gonna You're have gonna a crash, crash dummy. You no, no. I tell you, we're descending to send you the facts. No, <laughs> it, it it was such a a slight penetration, a slight laceration. It was so tragic and unfortunate that to the point where they they said, um, "Hang on, are you okay?" Or they, there was no evidence of blood and no mm-hmm. this was unfortunately on the person
2: on, who died you're saying yeah
1: on right. my reading is yep. thing was contraband sawn off shotgun should never been brought there even if you had have done dummy tests on my reading it's unlikely the systems designs would have helped here ergo we're going back to the work system it should, have been brought, it should have been brought on. I'm going Correct. to be completely... And if you
2: test that out, then that would have been discussed and disclosed. If people, there were more experts... And let me tra- do a plug for your profession. I am one... I have always said that safety law lawyers would be a great design partner early in discovery and design. And... Had we brought in your expertise and you would have said, hang on, have you guys checked the legalities of these weapons? Bingo. There goes the question. I'm just, I'm giving you more work. You're already busy enough, but I'm bringing you more work here by saying, you know, there's a rationale underpinning the use of your expertise before big shit happens. And a design strategist to unpack how the design, you know, the discovery and design strategy should unfold. (laughs) Aware of design process, the, the understanding of the discipline of design for that event.
1: enjoyed that episode of why work you've been listening to trage sarah and alan and if you'd like to know more about some of the things we've talked about today please subscribe and we'd be more than happy to provide you with information names of cases and other things that may interest you please be aware that none of the matters we've talked about today should be construed as legal advice or any other type of advice We're just here to talk about all things related to work see you next time